A night of Japanese comedy and vaudeville on episode 17 of... Hello, Mom. Hi, listeners. I am recording this on Friday the 13th. Um, I don't know why I did, like, that was more of a Frankenstein voice than, like, a horror movie kind of thing. But whatever, it happened. Speaking of things that happened, uh, let's see. I started recording this podcast approximately two and a half minutes ago, so I guess that means that there have been four mass shootings in the United States since I started recording it. But that's not the purpose of this podcast. I'm not trying to be, like, some kind of political activist here. The only thing I know about being active is that Lululemon had to recall those black yoga pants because you could see a woman's hoo-hoo through them. So, but um, let's talk about Japan because that's what this podcast is about. So I went to see a comedy slash variety show at Yoshimoto's Namba Grand Kagetsu Theater. It was like just tucked into like this sort of alcove uh, just off of a shopping street kind of thing, like a covered shopping street that they have here. They're very popular. As far as I can gather, Yoshimoto is like an enormous Japanese entertainment conglomerate, kind of like a mix between Live Nation and William Morris or something like that. Um, It's actually based in Osaka and it gets a ton of credit for the popularity of Owarai, which basically just means like Japanese comedy, different types of comedy. And the big one for Yoshimoto is the art of manzai, which is sort of like Abbott and Costello, I guess. It's like kind of a straight man and like a ridiculously, exaggeratedly, inanely stupid man sort of shtick. Uh, Yoshimoto owns a bunch of theaters around Japan and they represent like hundreds of comedians. Some of them are manzai. Some of them are other types of owarai. I really don't understand any of this, but I'm telling you what little I've learned. Uh, the theater was ornate. It was gorgeous. There was a main floor and a balcony. It was really big. I want to say like at least 1500 seats maybe and it was packed i obviously rolled in like a solid five minutes late with a couple other gaijin because i'm a prick and uh i had just bought two tall boys in the lobby for three dollars and fifty cents each basically and uh we just kind of were quietly nursing those and like out loud translating things while they were doing that for me because they speak japanese and i don't really and it was super helpful and so what little i do know and i will explain what little i do know i was able to gather from them or from my acute uh perception but uh yeah, this was interesting. So the show I saw was called the Hakurai 2014. Obviously, uh, they don't they don't call it two thousand two thousand and fourteen. They call it Hakurai ni senju yonen. So the highlight of the show was really the second act, which was kind of a vaudeville variety show. But I actually personally really enjoyed the first act, which was more of like a traditional owarai. Before intermission, there were two segments. Both of them were entirely in Japanese. First, there was a twenty five minute sketch, which was set in an onsen, and onsen's like a Japanese spot. They're usually in the countryside. There were like seven or so characters, and one of them was this over-the-top old dude with a ridiculous Larry David kind of wig, like Japanese Larry David, this guy, and he was dressed in like a blue, like royal blue velour sweatsuit. Let me tell you something else about this Japanese Larry David guy. He was killing it. He had these Japanese folks literally rolling in the aisles. I'm pretty sure he could have started telling jokes about like Japanese war atrocities, and people would have been laughing hysterically, actually. That's not funny. There have been all sorts of pretty serious issues about the Japanese, like, denying their atrocities with respect to the Korean and the Chinese people. So I'm, I'm going to withdraw that joke. I'm not going to delete it, though, because Gopher Gaijin is nothing if not honest to its listener. Every five minutes or so, there was this recurring bit, basically. A musical interlude would just suddenly happen. Like, abruptly, there would just start being, like, all this music and lights and, like, a choreographed dance would suddenly break out with all the characters that were on stage. And then suddenly, Japanese Larry Day 
David would pull his cell phone out of his pocket and answer it and say, Moshi Moshi, in like this hilarious kind of caricatured way. Moshi Moshi is a common Japanese telephone greeting, by the way. I think it means literally I'm prepared to speak or I'm about to speak or something like that. Not that you at all care about the derivation of that term. But so the lights and the sound would just stop and the people on stage who'd been dancing would like fall to the floor and they had no idea why they'd been dancing. It was a pretty funny recurring bit. I guess ringtones are comedy gold, guys. That's today's lesson. I couldn't understand a lot of the plot, but I would ask the other gaijin for explanations sometimes, and sometimes I could also sort of tell what was happening. Like, this older dude was there with some younger girl, and they were both cheating on significant others. I kind of figured that out. The man's wife showed up, and the only word I understood was shucho, which means business trip. So I deduced that he'd told her that that was his excuse, and she was no longer buying it. And then the mistress's boyfriend showed up to the onsen, because I guess, you know, why not? And he pulled out a knife to stab the older cheating dude, and they had this choreographed comedic fight scene that lasted like 30 seconds and it was paused twice at like these bizarre intervals while the two of them while in the middle of this like large intricate fight sequence just smiled gleefully at the audience this was by far the biggest laugh of the night for me i found this hilarious they also made fun of the police which i guess just works in every culture that's just funny when the knife got pulled this cop rolled up on stage just like casually and was like hello everybody how is everything going and all the characters on the stage including japanese larry david just started like frantically pointing at the knife and like gesturing like uh and the cop just saluted everybody said good evening as though he had no idea and ran off stage it was pretty funny the entire sketch reminded me of the groundlings or some other sort of exaggerated big character improv sketch kind of thing maybe even snl honestly it was entertaining it was really entertaining i was like blown away i was really impressed by their physical comedy ability the japanese woman sitting next to me only laughed when people fell or got fake injured though so clearly my love of character-based comedy had absolutely nothing on the guy who kept getting kicked in the nuts by the Larry David Japanese dude. I would absolutely have watched another 30 minutes of this sketch and been completely satisfied, but uh, it ended. The jilted wife of the older man started lunging at him with a knife from earlier, and then the cop showed up again, and this time he pulled out a pistol and shot her. Then Japanese Larry David said some kind of punchline that everybody in the audience laughed at and I didn't get, and I don't think any of the gaijin I was with got. I think it had been set up by the previous scene, though, because it sounded like the same thing he'd said before, but it was over my head. And then the curtain closed, but like, seriously, bravo. Japanese Larry David should have his own sitcom. Maybe he does. Maybe he already has his own show. I have no idea. I don't even know his name. But I did take a picture with a mascot of his character outside the theater before the show. It's on Instagram, and I'm going to be completely forthright with you. It may be the greatest photo ever taken. Honestly, this photo is more culturally and societally significant than anything those pompous shitbags at National Geographic ever did. I'll tell you that right now. The second half of the first act involved two Japanese dudes in suits and this shirtless dude and they sort of hosted this fake game show kind of thing where five Japanese quote-unquote contestants had to try to copy exactly what this very skimpily dressed trampoline performer did and it was entirely rehearsed and just really really stupid if you ask me but the Japanese crowd just like ate it up they lapped it up one thing that was amusing is the two hosts in suits had these white like paper fan kind of things and they just kept whopping people over the head and in the ass with them. Obviously the woman next to me was loving this part of the performance. Then there was an intermission and after that the real Hakurai started. This was basically like I said before it was like a vaudeville variety show kind of thing. There was a Japanese ventriloquist who spoke entirely in Japanese but repeatedly called himself and the announcer also called him a voice performer. Like that was the Japanese word for what he did. Not only the English word. He was a voice performer and I couldn't really understand why he wasn't 
calling himself a ventriloquist. And then it just occurred to me, he is completely incapable of saying the word ventriloquist. <laughs> I myself have tried to say it in the Japanese alphabet, and I'm going to let you know, I think it might be impossible. Bentariurokisuta. Yeah, that's not going down. But you know what? I might have died laughing if he tried. So maybe it was uh, maybe it was for the best. He was okay as voice performers go. I mean, he drew his dummy on a whiteboard. So I guess that's pretty far ahead of the voice performer slash ventriloquist curve. There were a bunch of Americans on the bill, actually. Like, more than half of them, even. Including this darkly comedic middle-aged juggler guy. There was a 70-plus-year-old juggling dude who I'm pretty sure might have, like, literally, no joke, broken a hip during the routine. There was a trampoline basketball tricks and dunking team. And then there was this insane black dude with dreadlocks who balanced a ton of sticks on each other until he had built this temporary sculpture about 25 feet by 15 feet. And I told my friend during this guy's balancing act, which legitimately had lasted like 10 or 11 minutes without any explanation for what he was building or why, just like ethereal music. I told her, unless this sculpture cures AIDS, I no longer want to watch this. No spoilers, but AIDS was not cured by the end of the Hakurai. The American basketball dudes were called Face Team. I think Face Team is an absolutely atrocious name for anything, unless it's like some type of involuntary French kissing competition, but what do I know? Speaking of surrendering and the French people, there was this gorgeous French acrobat who did cool stuff with rings. There was a Russian husband and wife dance team who did the thing where they change outfits in like three seconds by lifting the curtain over themselves. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I saw this at halftime of a Lakers game a while back. It was pretty cool to be fair, but fuck Russia. There was a Portuguese balancing dude who stood on top of this platform, this like narrow platform, and kept adding cylinders and then bouncing on top of them on a board. This was actually kind of impressive though, but more impressive to me was the fact that his girlfriend, who was his assistant, she had a neck the size of the former USSR. Good God. The whole variety show thing in the second act was cool, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't all that different from something that I could have seen on the corner of Hollywood and Vine on any given day. Like, so I really wasn't enjoying it, except for the Japanese ventriloquist. Nobody on the bill was Japanese. The darkly comedic American juggler did a bunch of jokes that just totally fell flat. He was actually doing them in Japanese, but I was able to understand him because he sounded as crappy as I do, which was really cool. After juggling knives, he threw them all off stage, just like casually, and then we heard an audible sound effect of a man screaming, and then some guy with a knife in his chest just like stumbled in from off stage and collapsed on the floor, and then a stagehand came and started to pull the guy away, but the juggler goes, wait a minute, in English, wait a minute, wait a minute, to the stagehand, and then walks over to the dead guy and pulls his wristwatch off of him. I thought that was hilarious, but absolutely nobody else in the crowd was laughing whatsoever. But so I popped my Japanese performing arts cherry. Felt good, by the way. Wasn't too rough. Not my preference with the variety stuff, but I thought the first act was stellar. Loved Japanese Larry David. The entire show as a whole definitely gets an A- or a B+, and that's including the incredible language barrier. So, anyways, subarashi kata desu. Arigatou gozaimashita for listening, and sayonara.